1: You're listening to the Out of Home podcast.
2: You're listening to the Out of Home podcast. Are you locked
0: into the Out of Home podcast?
3: You're listening to the Out of Home podcast featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Stephen. You London boys are crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're live. I'm recording uh, on Zoom. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. We've been we've been recording on you on Zoom on Youm. <clears throat> we've been we've been eating cherries, Steve. Oh wow, there's more.
1: We we're really about to eat. You have
2: to eat like good over here. Man. Bruv, these are actually banging, you know. Where are you get them from market?
0: <laughs> Shout out to Dirk, quick.
2: Shout out to Duck. Shout out to Mandem.
0: Um,
3: Shout out to everyone
2: here. It's actually very, very strange. I, I'm, I'm recording with more than like one person.
3: The European
1: Roadshow continues. The European
2: Roadshow continues. I, I am it. still still in Amsterdam but I'm joined today by um Michael's mentor. Yes. <laughs>
3: Very good. You have to explain that. <laughs> by the way, Kwame has an amazing smile, you know. Oh
2: uh, mate.
1: He does it. Look <laughs> at Um so yeah uh I was supposed to come to Yaf's house. There was three things for me to take. There was a painting, there was bike lights, and most importantly, the microphone. And I totally forgot to bring the
3: microphone. He pulled up to the studios.
1: <laughs> and then I re- oh, trust me. And then um, it was too late. It was raining and I wasn't going to go back to Oost to come back to Slaughter Okada. So now me and Yaf and Kieran are doing our best. Lionel Richie and um, the Commodore's uh, impression. So I guess there'll be one main man every now and then. And someone might tag in like this.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: How do you guys feel about the setup right now? It feels quite nice.
0: And uh, Stephen in London. <laughs> Evening, Governor. <laughs> How Hello, you mate? Bro? Hello, mate. Um, yeah, survived the purge of last night. Uh, oh, yeah, you, you went yeah. to a,
1: a real bar, didn't it? Uh, the, uh, wow. That looked like, yeah. look like quite an impressive setup. In North, North
0: London? Yeah. No, no, we're in uh, Algate.
1: And okay. also a setup That I'm not sure Was in line with The quarantine rules No
0: mm-hmm. There like, are no the, the rules Over here
3: <laughs>
0: Weird isn't it Yeah That's you man That have the rules We don't have rules Over here This is the wild wild west
3: This guy's saying you man Like you about to Rejoin these rules bro. <laughs> 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 you,
0: uh, fam, the ru- you forget rules real the quickly <laughs> isn't it forget <laughs> real quickly Stephen bro well, it's, it's been five weeks In my defence so Five like, weeks I've been nationalised
2: You definitely have <laughs>
0: Uh,
3: yeah. The irony
0: The <laughs> irony The irony But there was fully A bounty on my head For a like full time fam Like the way The, the, way, the, the way the man and them quickly Were like We need to go <laughs> like, like instantly Everybody got up In unison And it's When you sense danger Yeah yeah it was, it, was, it was a purge It really was It just started raining At that point as well So like outside It was like a slip and slide Like it was It was It was perjury In nature fam Like all we needed was a comet to come down and hit a hit, uh, hit, hit double decker bus and we would have been in uncharted territory but um yeah scary hours at full time I, I can't lie
3: wow well in case you are our loyal new york contingent and you're listening you think, what the hell is Stephen, talking about <laughs> or you're tuning in from adelaide maybe you're tuning in from somewhere in thailand
2: who are we listening to yeah
3: you are listening to the out of home podcast We're just a show, bro. We're a vibey show. (laughs) We live all over the world. You might catch us in Amsterdam one day. You might catch us in London the next. We might be somewhere else the other day. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? But our aim is to bring the vibes, talk that talk, Mm. bring some laughs, and provide some smiles. Kwame sets the best example of smiles. Smiles. This is look, referenced it Thank you so smile. much, bro. Now, do you know it's because I'm up close and personal to him? Mm. I don't think I've been this close to your face before.
1: I don't think so. No, I don't think this is, this is quite a facey environment. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, thank you very much. Um, apparently, I have a nice smile. I've been lucky with those blessed
0: jeans. But I must say, Qu- so Mr- Quarry, before you continue, um, is there a light behind your head? Because you're like giving me like teen angel vibes. Fam. There's a bright light shining there, and I don't know if you're going towards the light or coming from it. <laughs> we That's,
3: this well. That's what we'll soon find out, boy.
0: I thought man was about to I thought man was about to ascend Oh that's way better Ooh, Oh yeah that, Oh that is the lick Yeah but how about Kieran though Yeah well Kieran's not in shot Kieran's Kieran's You need to move um, You need to move closer to Kwame Yeah yeah now I see you Oh Alright I don't know ah,
2: <laughs> I don't I do I don't actually just Yeah It's a
0: backlight so um, I have the same problems I'm trying to get my lighting right. The
1: Out of Home Podcast Which is officially An award winning podcast we, we are British podcast um, award medalist We came third Bronze in the bullseye category If you're asking yourself What is bullseye category Well listen I'm glad you asked <laughs> Bullseye category is for excellent podcasts Which represent um, under, uh, underrepresented audiences In the, in the mainstream media so we came third. We as an independent podcast as well. I think that's amazing. Came I, think, I think, think next, I came year, next year. Next year we're we're we we aiming for gold. But we, we 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 want to thank a bunch of people, um the BPA, also was it global? Did they Global, the, the oh, global yeah. company that sponsored us? Yeah 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 um, a, a bunch of our um uh, and a bunch of our like fellow nominees and anyone that was yeah, just happy for us And like Sent us a text Or an IG message Saying well done We really appreciate it And in our, in our first year, f- Full year of being A British podcast award or being a Brit- British podcast We've won an award the So award, man That's amazing Congrats, boys Congrats, yeah. congrats, man. Congrats. Ha, well, congrats Congrats It's like congrats, Tokyo congrats. We made
0: congrats. podium, man We made uh, podium In the Olympics uh, Yeah, of we
2: podcasting. did I think, I, I think it was um, I don't think we had to Even much time To like just Take it all in Because everyone was Kind of talking about the football, But it's a great feat, man It really is Yeah, it's know. a great feat really I think is. it kind of set Set a little bit the day after Yeah, like, yeah, yeah oh, actually, yeah Yeah, yeah,
1: Because I think, I think at first you're like Oh
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah Third, third. Yeah, 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 yeah But in actual <laughs> fact, like You know, like Coming third Out of how many, However yeah. many thousand They might have picked Or whatever It's a big deal, man, yeah. so Congrats You guys. know what they
1: say like it's always not have to be Not nominated That's always yeah, true.
2: Yeah exactly But exactly.
1: it's, it's nice to finish On the podium Yeah it, you and understand? you know what I never and thought it would do medal. like
2: a, a podium yeah, no, I never I thought it'd just be like knew. One winner, winner. And yeah, that's it Because exactly. you know like, You're thinking about like I don't know Other award shows yeah. I'm yeah, exactly. you know, looking at it Like okay yeah Nominations are And the winner is
0: That's it That's it <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was sick Because um, uh, Shout out to Rich Richie came uh, To Tollers Yard at, at that exact moment So I had it playing Uh Allowed And I forgot that there were six other people in that category. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was four. Um, so, like, there were six yeah. other people. And then when they announced it, like, like Richard was getting gases, it was like, oh, my God, this is this is big. So it's great. It's, like, it's how I imagined an award ceremony, low-key. Like, I had my friends and my brother around, and they were like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well. it, it, it was is is dumb?
2: What what would have been the? the... He's a
1: liar because if he, it, because it, because it, because because if, if he was at the woods show, it w- it would not be a humble experience. W- what what would have been the?
3: Hand uh... <laughs> me the mic. Hand me mic. <laughs> Stephen would have pulled up in the in the midst of summer in a mink jacket for no reason, bro. Don't tell me any different. With some blacked out shades, some, some crocodile some crocodile uh, shoes, even yeah. pulling out all the stops.
0: The, the, Steven, ether, Steven, Steven. the ether the and the haters gonna come out fam. Would we, 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 we naturally speech.
2: would have given you the 30 seconds to talk your talk so yeah. what, would we, what would you have said if we had won like what would you be, what would be your 30 well, seconds well
3: we did win so what's your acceptance speech yeah what's speech? your
2: acceptance speech
3: <laughs> yeah
0: first of all big up the fans that like mess with us on a daily I'm talking about the ones that are engaged the ones that are tuning in and to those who maybe miss the boat or slow the revolution is well and truly televised audioized and will soon be visualized.
3: How his head's bobbling?
0: I'm bobbing like Paul from Blue Therapy. You know what I mean? <laughs> tell him, tell him one time, Denise. What are you saying um, the shine's going to be shine's going to be great? I'll tell that there's way more to come uh, from this group. This is just the start. Um, to all the other podcasters I saw in Brockwell Park, shout out you man, shout out you lot sitting down there in the grass with your blankets, enjoying it and soaking it up. The atmosphere was great, um, but like. Yeah, not sit, not even not even wanting to take it there, but like I looked at the audience that was there, and I was just like, "We're very different." Like, mm, like mm, I saw mm. the people. Like, and Kwame, you you watched it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 you you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's different. So like to be amongst that and then to be um, recognized, recognized as well, yeah, yeah, as well. Like like yeah, we were we've like seasoned people that that's their job like, like podcasters isn't it? That's yeah, their, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, their yeah, job yeah. and like man like jamie lang from uh, made in chelsea was there langing <laughs> langing langin about he was he was, the the, he was out there the mcvitties the mcvitties um empress oh sorry emperor uh it was there so like everybody was i say everybody. Everybody in the podcasting world was there. <laughs> you know, you to say that. <laughs> everybody in the industry. <laughs> and that guy. I love that laugh of Steven. Right uh, so you know he's enjoying himself, uh, isn't he? I realise that's ridiculous what this, I'm saying.
1: Comes from the belly, boy. You don't hear it enough, actually. Nah, you don't. You the, don't. The, you don't.
0: The, the who's who in the uh, podcast industry, right? <laughs> rubbing, rubbing vocal cords with the best, so to speak. <laughs> Thanks, Carry man, for just me. don't stop, Carry Carry on. On. This is your episode again, <laughs> oh, but uh, it'd been beautiful. And like, imagine like if we were there as well. Because I, when I saw it there, I, I think we would have struggled to to like be there for the whole time because it it was lengthy. And like, I haven't sat on the grass for that long since I was a uh, like a little kid in the park. But um, <laughs> we would have would have made an absolute day of it. Would have smashed it. And uh, it would have been great to be up there. And actually, the only shame was that we had our logo but nobody could see us in it. So it's still that mystery. They just saw the logo, but they didn't know um, who we were. So it, I think it would have been amazing next time when we're on stage. Like, I think that's that's going to be something yeah, true. powerful yeah. because I saw all the people going up and trust me, like, there was no one there was no one like us. And I feel like that would have just, that would have been a powerful moment because, yeah, just because of what it would have represented. Um, so, but no, we'll do that in like BET Awards or something. But, Tell them um, again, bro.
3: Yeah, yeah. Stephen, while, while, while i got you in your, in your bag here, I'm just going to go straight in, bro. What made you smile this week, fam? Tell what us. What made
0: me smile this week? Okay, cool. Um, today's Monday, so let me work it out. Quick math. Mm. So, so that's last week. Okay. So I think this happened last week. Um, so, yeah. I think this happened last week. I'm confident this happened last week. What thinking? Yeah, so no, it's... Uh, I got to link up with Yass boy, Manny at the daily paper store. Um, and shout out to, out to Manny. Like, shout out to Manny and uh, Ballers Talk as well. And uh, they were working on a program with um Alex Awobi. Um so I got I was there with um with Shout out Toby, shout out the fees um and they were there as well and then just we received like a uh, Alex Awobi. He came to the store. Uh we actually programmed something like a day for him um in the daily paper store so just to connect there. Uh, which was amazing to see and then also having like gigs rock up as well like it was just amazing to be a part of that and then like their video just went live uh yesterday i think actually and then just to see how they put it together um to see like other people uh from our community doing some dope stuff as well was great to see um so outside of that the big 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 one was uh, it's my brother's birthday so yeah shout yeah out, shout out to my little shout brother. Out to tola yeah, it's not so little brother, but like, um, and <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great to spend time with him and to celebrate. Uh, we ended up randomly in a, in a Clapham, Clapham Common, um, at a bar somewhere, um, listening to the most random collection of nineties uh, hip hop. Um, and then just ordering drinks. It was just good to, like, chop it up and spend some time with him and just celebrate uh, that moment, especially, like, in the, after kind of, like, lockdown as well. This place was closing at 3, so we got a decent time to, like, just chill there. Obviously, you couldn't stand up and move about as as Well, you could, but, like, it just wasn't the same vibe, but it's just cool to be out. And then we had that... He's <laughs> gonna come with a question. Stephen's a real yeah. South
3: <laughs> Londoner now. Either. Have you man clocked it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. just dropped South London bro, locations like that. He, he
2: hasn't been like this. is The first time that, in, that he's been that to London, where he's like visited South London, but now he's really in South. Yeah,
3: London Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're South Londoner now, because
2: like, so. his, his brother is South, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like now, you re- you really are a South South I'm,
0: Londoner. I'm, I'm, knee, I'm knees deep discovering, discovering, um, conquering <laughs> land like like Ash. Just going from like, Viridian City to, um, to say that all as
3: of well out to Denise
0: oh, <laughs> days. But like uh, No it's it cool to celebrate um, With him And then obviously Yesterday uh, Linked up with Richard And the boys And then like uh,
1: um, Sorry Tola's birthday mm. Are you forgetting <laughs> Something in somewhere
2: Or someone mm.
1: Someone What happened you saw me You came
0: to my house Oh shit Yeah yeah, yeah. I agree you Captain <laughs> you know, Walker. Wait wait, wait 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 do you know What happened You No, no You threw me off <gasps> my, my course I, I received a question When I was loading that So yeah obviously Back to clap and comment After the music. I text Kwame Who was at uh, a wedding Um, To see if it was Come down Obviously he couldn't make it And then obviously To collect the mic I had to link up with Kwame. So I forgot what time it was, but it was after midnight, I remember. Uh, Rock Tops of Kwame's went to kill the Man was suited and booted. Dapper, dapper, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the lines were popping, fam. Everything, the, the shirt, the shirt was on. You know You know when the top two buttons are on, that man, man had himself a knight. Man had himself a knight. Oh, so was- he was... He Who greeted up he greeted us with a bottle of Wes Morgan, like straight straight at the bottle. Like I was just like, rah. So like we had some glasses, uh, clinked up for toller and then the most amazing moment, I got invited over the threshold. This is one of those moments that's up there with kind of like um if you know your old school Nickelodeon, then you'll remember when Stoop Kid finally left the stoop in Hangarlo. <laughs> like this is of that kind of gravitas. <laughs> I finally made it over the threshold, uh I finally made it from Lagos to Accra, I crossed over and uh, that is beautiful. It's wonderful. It it, it was quite my home, but it felt like my home as well, because there's a lot that I could identify, That's amazing. identify with. And then, uh, yeah, we're in this front room, which I um, finally made it to. Um, last time, it wasn't possible. So, so it's literally locked lockdown. Man wasn't accepting no visitors, no nothing.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> no was like, like, Mom, my mum and dad were having a little bit of um, a Barney rubble, wasn't it? So I was like, yeah, I don't think it's best if you come inside here. And like, you've been Nigerian as for well, reason. yeah, yeah. It happens, doesn't it? Married, <laughs> isn't it? <bro>? Married, is not it, bro? married. So I was like, yeah, bro. Let me, let me, let me, let me not even bring you into this, into this, into this. What do you call it? C- chemical warfare. But yeah, we came through. And it's actually quite, b- b- quite funny for me because like now, like every time like you shout like Tola. I, I I I don't think of an IG name. I have my own experiences. Yeah, find mm. oh, a yeah, a Couple yeah, times, is it? You understand, yeah. isn't it? So that that's actually a beautiful feeling. And uh, you yeah, remember like, connecting deep. He was telling yeah, me all yeah. kinds of stories. I was, <laughs> like, I was
0: just like, when did you speak to him about this? It's was like when he's in the front seat. I was like, okay, like some deep conversations. No, no, but
1: no. He's a, he's a, he's a he, he he he's a good guy. Like uh, and um, no no, my no, much love. And,
0: so and then um, yesterday, I linked up with the man them to watch uh, the England game, and yeah, it was just nice to see uh, boy shout uh, Iggs, Eman, um, Richard, and just all, all of the man them that we linked up. It was good to see them because I don't see them often enough, and just to like chop it up uh, was great. And then just to experience yeah yesterday with them in coca it was a vibe. It was a vibe, so I need to get back to Amsterdam. I spent way too much money. In this country, oh my goodness!
2: How much money are you spending, boy? You spending that dollar? That's right. expensive, isn't it? It,
0: it? it got to the point. You know when you, I've, I've never had chills at logging into your ABN AMRO. That hasn't happened to me for a while. <laughs> like like I, I I bought I bought a bunch of stuff and I said to Tola, we're running that back to the store tomorrow. I said like this, this is not <laughs> this is non essential drip. <laughs> Ned. they exactly. Like, NED. We are running that back thirty. <laughs> Shout out to the Ned Talks (laughs) Um, But yeah That's what made me smile This week And I'll pass back over To our AMS studios
1: Oh I'm gonna go It's It's a Ned Talk fam He's too sharp Um, (laughs) Kira Kenlock Ladies and gentlemen Um, Yeah I was in
2: (laughs) Non-essential drip Net oh, talk and my head idea. went straight to Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell,
0: bro? Like the definition of not the same oh, exactly, bro. It, it was there.
2: Oh, was there. you guys.
1: You know, I was in London. Oh, it, was, it was a beautiful time. I saw, I saw, I saw Kieran. I saw Kieran. If I can't speak. I saw. Roger. I met Quest for the first time. I so That was dope. Oh yeah, yeah shit. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Jam.
2: Yeah, 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 I yeah, 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 yeah,
1: To be a good dude with impeccable manners, bro. Oh man, jams. What guy? Um. Then, yeah, I linked on my brother, my sis, my fam, a bunch of people like Becca. Mate, your Nate, brother. Gerard, yeah, you met my brother yeah. who you liken to a certain New York, Southside cent. Jamaica Queens rapper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Yo, uncanny cent. resemblance.
1: They, they, they kind of they both have builds and like square heads, so I, I can understand I that. I wouldn't say
2: that. It's even the laugh and the smile. The laugh.
1: laugh a little bit. The laugh a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah. a bit like 50 Cent. No, good time. And then I went to London for the main event, which was my good friend and a friend of the show. Um, Nick Brewer's wedding Who I believe yeah, Is our yeah. first out of home Guest to get married Since coming on the show So ladies and gentlemen If, 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 if you want a positive sign About coming out of home You might get married In a year or two so, uh. <laughs> so,
0: Shout out to uh, Nick Brewer yeah, Shout out to Nick Brewer
1: And his lovely wife Ella and good to see a bunch of people Also another uh, guest of ours Barney Artist with the MC Oh amazing, amazing man Yeah yeah So good vibes Really nice um, I couldn't go to the wedding Because of say, Covid Which was sad You had like
2: a little bit Of a moment didn't Yeah
1: you? like or, like Before people were asking me Nathan Carmen, Especially what Like what do you call it Like you're, you're actually going To the stag And you can't go to the wedding I was like bro It's cool isn't it mm, Like mm, Nick, Nick has a lot of friends In his life I'm, I'm just happy that I'm. You can share it with them And I can come later But then on the day I was like fam this this pesky virus is kill not killing me, but yeah, it's annoying yeah. the fuck out of me, innit, it, bro? Like, and I was thinking, like, do I watch a live stream of my boy's wedding? I was like, no, mm. I don't, because it would nice to watch it, but not, you understand? It's not the same. And then after, and then that, like, I was really keen, bro. I came to the, I came to the event like at eight on the dot because I was like, I've maximize all my hours with you these have people to, you have me to. in the morning. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was really nice the little after party, and. um... Yeah that's what made me smile Man like, right, it feels London. like
2: A lot of things have happened In the last Like week yeah, yeah, yeah Do you know what I mean Raw like I was just like trying to figure out Like in my head like, What made me smile Then I realised Last time we came I, We spoke I had just come to Amsterdam Yeah
1: and you were alone In that time I mean it's really, yeah. yeah yeah exactly It's all bad It's all bad Now me and Now you me. guys are
2: back Yeah <laughs> Stephen's over there In London I'm just like wow So much has happened Yeah. What made you smile bro This show's
0: wild uh, no, sure I, know, I know where we're Why? going Oh, I, I remember I oh, Let me refer to my notes I know it's going to make you smile And I've got notes for you Please continue, oh. sir
2: For who? For who? For, for yeah.
0: who? For Yaf yeah. For yeah.
2: Go, yeah. proceed Af-yaf.
0: Proceed No, no, no I know, what, I know the story Afyaf you're in tell. the building, bro no, 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 I didn't
2: even get to introduce
0: him
3: Proceed Proceed, proceed <laughs> please
0: I know what your story's going to be Your amazing experience Abroad
3: uh, tell, bro, please, please yes. do tell.
0: Hmm?
3: Yaff Yaf the... moments,
2: brought to you by Yaff so, moments. Uh, we're gonna ha- wait. Hold on, before we get, because mine's gonna be really short, short and sweet. Before we get to Yaff, <laughs> because I just realised <laughs> where we're going with this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what made me
0: smile?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, what made me smile? Like just literally being back in Amsterdam. Uh, I ha- I've had like a week to kind of settle in, and it's like I never left. It's like visiting home. I feel like uh, I feel like I've been rejuvenated with a little bit of like just life Amsterdam's from Amsterdam. Winning. You get me um, being able to just see my friends, uh, spend time, and Anna, see you guys in the flesh. And one and one of the things that kind of like typified me being in Amsterdam. I was on the way to go see um, Tanya and Bliss because we had uh, a Sunday dinner yesterday, which was amazing, by the way. Big up Bliss. Big she up Tanya. Yeah, she really did throw it down, fam. There was like. Curry goat, fried chicken, uh, rice. She made ah oh, bliss made apple crumble and custard. Ooh. It was mad. But but on the way there, is the
3: custard cold or hot? Uh,
2: well, so I would I usually have mine uh, warm, right?
3: But the Dutch would prefer it cold. You know that? Right? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. Okay.
2: However, 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 if the dessert is piping hot, you can get away with having cold flour.
3: Huh? If... Is this a world exclusive? Karen has converted to cold custard. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it it no, 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 no. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. I mean, I have only just been back for a week, and I do miss it. I do miss Amsterdam. But if the if the pudding is pie pin hot, yeah, you can have cold custard.
3: Oh, I hope my girlfriend does because, because no, because what, like, so what happens is no. But what
2: happens is what happens is the heat. From the pudding, yeah, the crumble I mean, just warms up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's okay. It's not the worst. It's not the end of the world, guys. It's not the end of the if world. You
3: listen to this, idea, bro. Don't get. But, um,
2: that, sorry. Just before we get into what made. Yes, I don't know if this made you smile, but anyway, it'll make all of us smile. Yeah, but <laughs> when I was when I was like, cycling over to um, Tanya, Tanya and Bliss's yeah, or well, Tanya's and whatever, I just hear. My voice, my my name from across the road. Someone yelling, "I heard Kieran," and I turn over, look to look to my left across the road. It's Kwame, just cycling Barbara in the opposite direction, and I was like, "Fucking Amsterdam, bro! <laughs> Only in Amsterdam would you so just innocuous, isn't it? yeah, just bump into your bridge and on a bike. Yeah, with well, sun was blazing." And he's going somewhere else. And we're going to link up later on that day and watch some football and that, which we'll get onto later. But yeah, f- please, tell us about your time away, please. Because you've been gone for a short time. A lot has happened. And um, what made you smile, bro?
3: Well, actually, the thing that... If, if you do need to delve into my holiday, we can do that. But the thing that made me smile was actually linking up with Kieran and on this weekend. Yes, nice, right. nice, haven't seen Kieran in the flesh for a minute. Like, when was the last time? I can't even remember. No, we linked up Barca, in London. London. Oh, yeah, London. Did you link up in London. Yeah. But not what? to record. Yeah. At Shoreditch House. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was very nice, That's actually. A,
2: that was like a short. That was after Barcelona.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Straight after Yeah. A lot's happened since then, man. So it was just nice to catch up. And then obviously, Trevon came through. I hadn't seen him in a minute. Um, and just chill. Well, I think we chilled for like four or five hours, bro. It was just nice. Mm-hmm. Here on a Saturday vibes and I was like yeah man I need that you know you just need to mm. talk to your friends and just to catch up and just have convos and conversations that you wouldn't have the time to have over the phone or on whatsapp so it was just nice and honestly that's what made me smile I don't know where you guys I don't know what narrative you man were trying to spin bro um,
0: my, like disco downs goes do lally fam Man, you fell into an Ibiza trip, bang. Yeah,
2: moments. Brought to you by Yeah,
0: moments. Ah, oh, mate. Topping tales. If you look up four leaf clover, you just see a picture of Yaf, Like, <laughs> honestly.
2: No, nah, never, 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 Rob, never.
0: Bro,
3: there was a moment <coughs> where, actually, both ends of the airport were mad. So, like, we, um, the government has this new app where you can get a, a COVID test, and then your test, you get your test results, and then you log into the app, and it generates a QR code. Mm. Like, you have to have that QR code to travel in it. I'm going to make a long story very short. But the app had frozen. Like, it had crashed. It was the first. It was the second day of the app being live. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there was just an overwhelming amount of people who were trying to use the app in it. You said that. It wasn't running. But we had the test. Mm. The test said negative, but we didn't have the QR code. Get to the KLM desk thinking, yes, calm. Like Our test clearly states that we got negative. No can do, bruv no can do like the head honcho of KLM lady came through and said no like I've got friends in Spain I'm not even daring to fly over because it's just too difficult right now da, 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 da. I said okay cool like that's I totally understand like you can see we've done everything in our power to make sure that we get on this flight what can we do? and she's like you know you know there's like this certain Dutch nonchalance. sometimes like yeah I'm sorry it's nothing <laughs> and I was like okay uh, alright but like There must be some possibility in it. She's like, No, I'm sorry. I have friends in Spain. I don't go because, you know, it's just too difficult. I don't
1: care about your friends right now. Fam.
3: (laughs) All right. So at this point, there's an hour and a half until the flight. Let's just fast forward an hour later. We have run to the other side of the airport and back with all our luggage, sweating our asses off, tried to get a quick rapid test that cost 250 euros each, didn't bang. We've come back to the desk. They're still not having it. I'm ready to call the Uber to go home and just get a flight in the morning, to which point my girlfriend calls the Dutch Ministry of Health oh my emergency line, to which point they tell her there is a desk downstairs of their, like, um, of the Khe hey Day, yeah. which is like the health service, where you can go and print off your QR code.
0: This is mad because this half an
3: hour Till our flight fam
0: We often call you The diplomat Man had diplomatic immunity fam Literally fam <laughs> Immune from all kinds Of viruses or whatnot, fam Bro,
3: <laughs> Fam Fast forward bro we, we jumped on that plane We jumped on that plane And I was just Do you know the one thing That kept ringing in my mind As I was on that plane That dumb woman bruv You can go and see your friends fam I don't know why you're stressing <laughs> All of this You're telling me about Your friends fam <laughs> You're telling me about your friends, bruv, in Spain That you don't want to go and see Just go downstairs to the desk Where you work, fam (laughs) And you could have been on your merry way You're out here slaving away In Skippo Airport, fam
1: On a Saturday, you know In in those those ghastly powder blue outfits, fam
3: (laughs) (laughs) Trying to stop my shine Because you don't want to see your friends, bruv What's wrong with you, man? No, that was a stressful one That was a stressful
1: one I wasn't expecting that still (laughs) I expected that would be about you, but you speak got someone else. You were like, "Nah, go see your friend."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a
3: stressful one, still. Oh
0: and man, and not, and man didn't even have to walk to the plane. Either that chauffeur, that, dam, that Lambo came. No, yeah,
3: that was in Ibiza. That was, was the that was <laughs> way back. That <laughs> was on the way
0: I, back. I, so I, so I what happened keep there? Keep up with the
1: blessings, fam. For... <laughs> 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 must be nice. So, what what happened on the way back? Brothers, is this show about my
3: trials and tribulations of life, fam?
1: Oh, what is tribulations? Wait, 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 wait.
3: tribulations? It's wait, 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 hold trials and I've
1: been. I have an important trials question. Trials
2: or tribulations? Stephen? they are not trials and tribulations. Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah yes or no? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yes or no? During part one of your trip,
3: did you get travel sweats? Not... Mental travel sweats, but physical travel sweats. Okay, because I had to run. Okay, but you can ask Abby. I was extremely calm throughout the whole time. Of
0: course, you would. No, that that doesn't. That doesn't surprise
3: me. That doesn't surprise me.
0: Impenetrable.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But if you must know, (laughs) when we was coming back from FIFA, we um we were at the lounge, and the food was dead there, so. And I think our boarding was, let's say the boarding was quarter to two. I'm just making this up, yeah. We're at the lounge. It's 10 minutes until boarding. The food was dead. So we said, let's just go to Burger King, get vegan Whopper, and then we'll go to the to go to the gate. So we've got to the gate maybe like 53, so eight minutes after the, the boarding. And yeah. there's no one there, bruv. Like, the guy's wrapping up at the desk. And we're like, hey, 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 like, we're here. He, at this point, he's like talking on his little walkie-talkie. Yeah. So I think this is the point where the, the the luggage guys are saying, like, yo, are these people here or something? So we've seen him, and then I've already, like, walked past, but Abby stayed behind the desk. But I've walked past as if to say, like, yeah, we're here. And I've seen him just, like, fluttering on his keyboard, and he's typing in bare stuff, and, like, bare systems. I'm seeing our names pop up, and then, like, luggage, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So it's like, right, have we, have we missed a boat here? Like, what's going on? Anyway, he's, like, he's politicking on his walkie-talkie, and he says, "All right, come with me." So we're walking down, but like we're not, It's one of those ones where the gate you have to go outside and yeah. get on a bus in it. Okay. I can see the KLM plane there. I was like, "Let's just do some Mission Impossible. We can jog there. It's calm." And he's like, "No, no, no. The planes." Um, he said something. Can't remember anyway. But he's talking on the walkie talkie, talking on the walkie talkie. And then I just see some car put like in the in the sunset, bruv, just pulling up. Like, oh sh- my, Stephen,
0: are you <laughs> On the microphone, like, we, we have Yaf Dance. Like, Is Yaf Dance? He said, like, oh, bring
3: out the good car straight away. So she's just pulled up quickly, quickly, sped through the airport, just and like dropped herself right by the pool. Do you know, do you know what's
2: really funny? Like, I bet as he's like looking at your thing on the screen, you're actually probably so oblivious to what's going on, and like, you know, you, in your mind, you're like, "Bro, like, man might have missed a thing," and you're all, you're sweating, you're wondering. i sweating. Yeah, I just like, you? that's really interesting that my things just like popped
0: up on the screen. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like He's like, yeah, like, and, and you know the part. I don't that... know what they're doing, bro.
3: <laughs> no, no. More than anything, I'm not gonna lie. The only thing that was on my mind, really, really, was, I just want to sit on this plane and finish this burger thing because we had to wrap it up. We we didn't even Again. get to finish kit. the burger. Again. Kit, kit, his kit. his, his, his quid concerns
1: are so unprimary, fam. <laughs> it's just, like, you think about totally different things, bro. <laughs>
0: right, nonch- nonch- ah, you know the best part? To cap it, hit, cap it all head, off.
2: On the head, because that's the me
0: left. <laughs> <laughs> to, to cap it all off, this was a scene that I imagined. So Yaf and Abby are coming up, up the stairs, and then uh, the captain of the plane's announcing, ladies and gentlemen, they made it. And then in my head, I've envisioned... Yafo and I be walking down the aisle, something like a, like, you know, throwing people throwing rice at a wedding just to celebrate the fact that they've made it onto this flight, and it's just like it's all popping off. Yafo's like hey. it's, it's 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 a club scene on this plane. The pilot is reassured. He's like, oh, thank God you made it, and they take off on their merry way.
2: We need to be doing alternative a pamper endings, bruh. <laughs> APEs bro uh, <laughs> <laughs> What
0: What, legends? what
2: <laughs> are
3: legends So here I am Here we are Here we are Half an hour in It's um, Monday It's dark It's dreary It's raining And it's wet feels... In Amsterdam anyway I don't know if that's the same In London by the way
0: Yeah it's exactly the same well, right? yeah. just looked out for the first time But
3: um... You could say it's very reflective Of the there last 24 hours There you go mm-hmm. What do they call that? Pathetic fallacy Never got that shit. Really? My, geez, spot me, spot me Come spot me. on, man. Perfect fallacy. But it's been a mad one, wow. innit? it? It's been crazy. <laughs> no, I think we um like most people who are into football or who are from the UK, like everyone knows what's what's hap, what's transpired in the last twenty four hours. England played against Italy in the European Cup.
2: Yes, yes.
3: Final. Very important. The first one. First England final for, what, 55 years, I believe.
2: Very, very long In our time.
3: lifetime.
2: In our lifetime.
3: Trust me. Hopefully we get to see more. But anyway. Okay. um, Without going too much into the details of the tournament, like, there was a lot of um, controversy even before where England players were taking the knee to, um, to respect Black Lives Matter. There were some people booing in those games to say that England players shouldn't be doing that. That was kind of the first red flag. Yes. Um, Anyway, the tournament's kicked off. That's kind of forgotten. No one's really thinking about that. Yesterday, three young black players missed a penalty. Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho, Bakayo Saka. Mm -hmm. After that, what happened was abuse that nobody deserves, let alone the players who got the country, not single-handedly, but part of the team that got the country to the final. Yeah. It's almost like they were lauded heroes one day And then they were villains As soon as they had done something To diminish the reputation of the UK So we wanted to have a conversation about all of that About British identity About pride About the perception of the diaspora even In the UK So let's take it Let's take it on guys Let's go
0: I've got a good um, segue into this So like is, And it, to your point, yeah, is just the predictability of that. So uh, we went to uh, Coco Kia, which is basically uh, is where like uh, the diaspora go. It's where you can listen to like whiskey, get some uh, jollof rice and things like that. So that was a that was a calculated mood because we knew we were in a safe space, number one. So I'm saying this because a lot of people that I've spoken to like they don't realise because we've normalised a lot of this stuff to them. That's mad. The fact that to watch an England game, we were going, looking for a safe space, knowing what could potentially happen. Like, I can't, I can't go rock up to the Lion's Head pub and just sit myself down on a bar stool. Like, like, you know, it was very dicey. So first of all, we had to secure a safe space for us. So that was Coco Kea. Um We went there and then I went there. I wore my Nigeria top because for me, it's I find it very hard to identify as English from when I was younger, I always said to my uncle, like, if I ever was good enough to play for a national team, I'd play for Nigeria. When mm. England played Nigeria, I I was in the Nigeria half my Nigeria kit. So, like, that's where, kind of where my loyalty lie. And then amongst us all there, we all had this kind of awkward realisation that we really support the team, but we don't support the country. Yeah. And it was that, that notion of, like, okay, cool, these young black men will could potentially win a trophy that would be for their colonizers essentially mm. and in the 10 years to come history will be rewritten to kind of um, diminish their light so that others and the teams light would shine and an example Very of that good was Harry Kane like Very good point. subpar performance by his, by his standards like okay, time, man. yeah exactly, but all of a sudden, I know m were ready to roll out that ad with um, Gareth Southgate and, and Harry Kane arm-in-arm waistcoats and everything to say, oh, British pride is back. And that would have been it. There would have been no mention of uh, Raheem. You wouldn't see Raheem in that ad. You wouldn't see um, Saka. You wouldn't see Sanji, You wouldn't see Rashford. So, like, history would be rewritten, and it would be kind of like all the efforts of this generation would have just gone into, like, filling the cabinets of... The country that colonised a lot of it, and that still fails to recognise uh, a lot of the people as as immigrants. You had Priti Patel who was sending people home. Then all of who, a sudden, who is, she? who is she? Sorry, I don't even know who she is. She's um, she's an op of the highest order. <laughs> no,
1: but she's a, she's an MP, She's a member of parliament, and she's part of the Tory government, and she has some very like questionable views on immigrants. surprising because her parents are immigrants themselves but anyway sorry
0: exactly that so she spent most of her time sending people home and all of a sudden it was hashtag it's coming home and I was just like make it make sense like you had people flip-flopping around the country re-revising history and it was just I spoke to loads of people about this and if the feeling amongst those with dual citizenship or dual heritage was just one of confusion it was just like we like the team and we Mm. like the positivity in the country but we know what it really is, and I think the most saddest moment for me was it was full time. They missed the penalties, and the man and them looked at each other, and said, "We need to leave now," because so we,
1: yeah. I don't want to be a badger, but when you said <clears throat> earlier that you went to a safe space, and yes. you haven't like you were, you haven't like you haven't like I'm gelofrised. Just, just yeah. So, so has has anything changed from the start of the match to the end? No, what do you no, mean,
0: you mean? No, no, it's fine. I mean, like, we had some like um, English fans like behind us, and like, just kind of like the xenophobic chance towards Italy. I found was oh, interesting. Okay, it was, int- yeah. was interesting. It was just like, oh, you can stick your toilet pasta up, up your ass. And I was just like, <laughs> you, you might be eating Vapiano's tomorrow to kill that hangover and, and a pizza. So, like, I was like, I was like sit down. Like an English cuisine is fish and chips, so like yeah. be humble in it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. but our our concern was more like once we get out of Coco Kia, we're 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 out there. Like Yeah. To, to describe the scenes, it was like you know on GTA when you're on level five and all kinds of madnesses are happening on the streets. It was
2: which game, like, which game? Um, five stars Yeah Grand Grand Theft Auto. Okay.
1: No but which no like are we talking like San Andreas San
0: Andreas San Andreas So like You know Stuff is happening The streets are <laughs> active Like Vehicles that shouldn't have sirens All of a sudden have sirens Like People are skidding All over the floor It is pandemonium like, man, like, Yeah and, and and the National Guard Are hearing it fam. <laughs> Everyone is out in force The National Guard Are getting dusted They're getting <laughs> floored. The horses are retreating I don't know why I don't know why British police in 2021 Are out here with horses the lightest bit of rain and it's a hazard, it's Bambi on ice, but with a big unit. <laughs> so adding further to the chaos, fam, like <laughs> you can get a horse's hair un- put on un- planted on your head if that thing sits on you and that's a horse wig all of a sudden. <laughs> but that's besides the point. We just knew that it wasn't safe and we needed to get home yeah. ASAP. So that whole thing from there was how do we get back quickly as possible without as little um incident as possible and like we were and it was great because we managed to do that apart from like when they announced our oh, last train and everybody was running up that thing just to make it and like people were getting clapped left right and center but it was just that notion that we knew that we were not safe as soon as they missed the penalties it was that notion and a couple of um black people unfortunately were attacked uh you know i was seeing the videos i was hearing the stories and um, the amount shout out to some of my friends that were checking in on me and that's so weird some of my white friends were checking in on me because they understood that Stephen might not be safe tonight. And mm, that's man. such a sad and poisonous thing to think of a country. So this is why people have a hard time identifying fully with what it is. For I don't know how you, man, find it or how you personally find that identity, but it's a, the country has an identity crisis.
1: Yes. Um, I have always, always um, struggled with my Englishness and I found out about it during like actual like football tournaments. I think it was Euro 2000 in Portugal, oh maybe, oh no, year two thousand, oh, no. in Holland and Belgium, let me say yeah. and um, England played Portugal the first game, and like they lost two one. I don't know why I am telling you, but you know trivia, and yeah. then um, I was like, I, th- I think Portugal scored two late goals, and a part of me was that like, I should feel away, but I don't. You understand? And I remember from a very young age the English media. Despite me wanting to be a journalist, I always hated because like they would always be like, "Oh, World Cup draw, we're, we're gonna play Brazil in the final." It's like, "Big man, you haven't even played the first group game yet." Like, don't be so arrogant. And I never used to like that. I'd be like, "Be more humble," and like, yeah. So I, I and I always people would be like, "Oh, Kwame, who you supporting?" I'm like, "Not England, but but you were born here," and it's like, maybe maybe then I, I didn't understand didn't it how deep it was, but I wasn't able to explain that. We're not as English as you. Like, you will never see me as English as you, Simon or Robert. You understand, innit it? My name's Kwame. My last name is Wilson, but you see, but you, you see my skin, you see my first name, it's a rap. And um like I, I remember like as, as I've grown older, like trying to get in, like uh trying to get in the in the spirit. And so it's like, when England score, I'm happy, but I'm not elated. You understand, mm. it? Mm. It's like, it, it, it will never be the same as if, if like, Arsenal score a goal. Or sometimes, I I'm, might I'm like a player so much, like a Pogba, or like a LeBron Jet. Like, but you understand, like, where well, I'm rooting for them more than I am the country I was born in. It's very weird, because I think we all have it. Like, I'm born, born in England, I'm raised in England, and when I go to Ghana, the first thing they say is, abroche, which means that you're a f- f- foreigner, yeah? I have a lot more English, like, what do you call it? Um, memories and, like, in, memories, references and like, s- and, like s- sensibilities. Than my Ghanaian cousins, isn't it? So by theory, they'll have more English than Ghanaian mm-hmm. But compared to uh, a Scot or what have you, I'm not English. It's like where do I stand? And yeah, it's just really strange. Like, I just want I to. This even was asking. I, I've always struggled with my Englishness. Like here was that. Oh, you know what? England are there. Let, let's support them. But that shouldn't be how I feel about my birth nation. You understand? It's almost C- like, come on then. Yeah. But I should feel it more.
0: Do you know what's interesting what you said? And I think what doesn't help is also the role the media plays because when you're good, you're English. But when you're yeah. bad, you're an immigrant. And so that kind of, you're made to understand from early. And then like Yaf and Kia, I'd be interested to see your perspective. But I feel like you're made to understand early that there's a difference, that there's a Standard or there's a sort of league table of Englishness. Like if you're not sinking pints like Pete from Sunderland, then like you may be a tier two Brit.
3: I think um, I want to touch on Kwame's two things on what Kwame said because
0: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
3: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare.
3: The difference, I think, with this England team now is that they represent a more wider net of what it means to be British. fact, yeah. Meaning, if you see a Raheem Sterling score or you see a Bakayo Saka set up a goal, you know that that could possibly... or you Like, you see yourself in that person, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that person represents the same values and has maybe had this, a similar struggle to you. Yes, they're multimillionaires, but... You know, they... they yeah, they... Loading, loading. But they still load experience in. some of the things that you've experienced as a coloured person, isn't it? Now... The disappointing thing is that after everything that happened, England get to the final. For a small minority to ruin that with... And tarnish everything that England have done because that's dominated the news. Like, we should be celebrating the fact England got to the final. But instead it's like this negativity around black players... Now what does that say to this young generation of black people who are growing up and aspiring to be the next Raheem Sterling, the next Bukayo Saka, the next Jaden Sancho? What, like, what message does that deliver? I think it's the same thing that you just said, Stephen, like, am I really British? Mm-hmm. And I think that's disappointing. But mm-hmm. the second point is that I've always considered myself a Londoner mm-hmm. and I think there's a very big difference between being from London and being from the UK. And I don't say that to sound arrogant. I don't say that to sound I don't say that to say that London is the best place in the U.K, but I think London best represents me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, yeah of course. I, I grew up in London, which is very diverse. Um, whether you're from Somalia, whether you're from Scotland, whether you're from Jamaica, Trinidad, wherever like, there is something for everyone, and you learn about all of these different cultures you learn about all of these different sexualities, it's just so open. It's a melting pot, is it? It's, it's a cultural melting pot. And I think like, that's what shaped us <clears throat> to be the people we are. If we didn't grow up in London, we would not be the open-minded young men that we are. So, and I think it's been magnified by stuff like Brexit, by stuff, by people like N- Nigel Farage, by hooligans disrupting the Black Lives Matter protest last year and have made it more divisive like for me that london represents or has for a long time represented what it means to be british in my eyes which is mm. diverse open and have a very varied opinion and like the stuff that i see when i see monkey comments and all of that it's just like uneducated fools who haven't been around a diverse community or a diverse environment
2: uh i i i, I hear what you're saying but I don't know if you can wholeheartedly say that those people that did that were making some of those comments or people that harbour those feelings haven't been in multicultural environments. Cause some people that are just some people are just racist, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I do hear what you're saying. I think I um identify more as a Londoner than I do uh, being from the UK. And it's funny, like wherever you go, you like if someone asks you where you're from, i usually say London. Depending on how far I am do You know what I mean And if they don't know that Then You know I'm just saying I'm from the UK Or whatever But um, Going back to like I think what Steven and Kwame Were talking about Like About Placement And feeling British And um, and, and Supporting the, the English team I think this is the first I think Yeah this is This is the first tournament Where I felt proud To kind of be like See the team And be like Right I see myself in it for like the first time where i I'm, I'm seeing like even though I played such a long time ago, if I was to make an English team, it would look a sort of like the one that that, that was out there this 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 tournament because before you were only getting like your one or two men yeah. in there, and they were only really in there for like maybe their pace yeah, or their yeah, strength yeah, like yeah, but yeah, we we're seeing real ballers. Real ballers. Real ballers being represented in the in, in the English English team this time, and obviously they didn't really get their shine as much. But for what they did, Sterling, Saka, Sancho when he came on, Rashford, Phillips, all of them men, right? They 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 did their thing, and had a a, a very impactful like service to the to their country in it. And it was very interesting for me to see like. How quickly the nation or a few people would turn after they put so much effort into wearing those colours. I was funny. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he's like, "Rod, do you have an English shirt?" I was like, "No, I don't. I don't." You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and he goes to me, "No." I was like, "Do you?" He's like, "No." He's like, "I've I've never really had one." I was like, yeah. and we started to unpack it. He's like, "I was like, I was like, why?" Yeah. He's like it's just something didn't really sit right with me about the English, um, the English jersey. And, and then we start talking about the history and the flag, the flag itself, yeah? And how, like, that flag has obviously been around for centuries, yeah? And that's a, that's a flag that England would have gone around the whole of the world colonising places, which would have meant that, like, there are people, our ancestors, that would have seen that flag before they even seen a, a white British or English man. Do you know what I mean? And that potentially carries its own trauma through our bloodline. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, with that being said, he was like, I just never really worn one because of what it represented. Obviously, when you go into like, into the 90s, English hooliganism, hooliganism, and all of these things, which has obviously been wiped away, wiped away, wiped away, and, and now we're looking at a new, brand new English side. But, with moments that happened yesterday, those are the things that come creeping back very very quickly without without too much of a second thought mm. do you know what I mean and it's like well to Yaf's point where what, what does it tell younger players yeah. like we were talking before we even got on on this uh, episode today and Yaf made a very strong point he was like Saka Rashford and Sancho probably walked up to that penalty spot yeah knowing that it was one of the most important kicks from one of two, for two reasons: one, because the nation depended on it, and being black youths, if they missed, they knew what was going to come after that, and that's not something that they should have had to worry about during a penalty. Shoot. During the penalty shoot. Yeah, my
3: um, my biggest concern, and I've because I've, I've had a few, like. Do you know? Also, I want to shout out all of the people that hollered at me just to see if I'm yeah, if I'm yeah, good as well, yeah. because quite a few people from work hit me up and like that's. That's love, in it? I mm-hmm. respect that because they didn't need to. But um, my biggest concern within myself was that as soon as Rashford missed, my first thought was, fuck, man, I hope they don't make this guy the scapegoat, the thing lose. And then Sancho missed, and I was like, fuck, I hope they don't try and make it a black thing. And then Saka, I saw Saka step up, and I... Like, we already yeah, knew. Yeah, like yeah, we just yeah. we wanted to be positive, but deep down... We knew already. We knew Saka wasn't going to score that penalty. Like, you could feel it. But... Sorry, because
1: the great point you made... At that moment, rather than being like, fuck, England's going to lose, you're like, fuck, they're going to... They're, they're gonna ab- yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Yeah, and that's, that's a scary feeling to have. But it's because it's been normalised in our minds. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking... I, I, I got back home and I didn't sleep until, like, 230 and I just thought to myself, bro, like, why did I feel like that? Isn't it? Mm. Why did I feel like that? Because that's not a normal thing. Yeah. It's a, that shouldn't be normal.
0: Do you, do you know what's crazy? is because every, we weren't even together. Like, obviously you, you know, in Amsterdam, but at, it's weird that at that same point, we were all having the same thought in our head, like telepathy. It was, it was mad because like, uh, actually after missed, uh the man started to put their jackets on. Cause we already knew that okay, cool, we need to make a swift um that was already in our minds that we need to make a swift exit. We already knew where this was going, which is which is mad. And then um going back to like Key's point upon the like like um the identity in the like the uh, England jerseys as well, obviously the red cross for a lot of people symbolises bloodshed as well. Um in terms of like and it's interesting that you make that point that no one's ever known one, very few of us actually own and England jersey, which is which is to your point, quite mad. And I think when you go through the point around identity, I think that is at the heart of a lot of things that need to be addressed in the country. Like they haven't really ever acknowledged their part in that in that history, it's never really been dealt with. And I look at how, like, the Germans kind of handled, um, you know, the painful parts of their history and actually, from a negative, turned it into a teachable moment in order to unify everyone. Like, this is not okay. We haven't had that moment in, in, in England. It's just kind of just been going, bubbling along. It's true. Like, there it's hasn't true. been any kind of uh, acknowledgement of that. It's, it's not even taught. It's yeah. not, you know, it's, there's nothing... It hasn't happened. They're not even apologizing because I know politically they can't apologize because then it triggers a set of events which they don't want to happen. But there's still that wound is still as red as that. Can I make
3: a point? Can I make a point? Mm. Um, for me, uh, like I consider myself English, innit? Like I've been to Trinidad, I love it, but I was born and raised in the UK. I was born and raised in London, and I. I truly believe like what we see from that England team, which is st- super diverse, most of the stars being black. Like For me, that is what the UK represents. And I think that there's a, there's, a big, there's a big portion of people who are intimidated by that. They're afraid of what this modern era of the UK will represent, what it will look like. And I think their only tool that they have to diminish the success of what Black people and people of all colours are achieving is to just be racist. It's to, so it's, it's to like, it's to create a division. That's but so actually, that's not what the UK represents. Yeah. Like, I'm very, pr- I'm proud, I'm proud to be from the UK. Mm. It's one of the- London is one of the best cities in the world, and in the, U- like, the world. Even the UK, bro. Like, I remember when I first moved to Manchester, the North. Yeah, I was passing by through Liverpool, and um. I was in an Asda. I just quickly went to get a sandwich and a Lucas bruv. as you do when you're 22. You don't know what else to eat, fam. So I quickly went to get some dead mildew from from Asda, and um, there was this couple, this scouse couple in front of me, and they was like, "Yeah, just go ahead of us, man. You've only got you've only got this," and it was just such a small gesture. But I was like. That wouldn't happen down south in it. Like that Mm, don't happen in London. It's every every man for himself. I
1: hear what you're saying, but yeah, yeah. But it was it was
3: just like there's a certain hospitality of people from up north. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think there's this when the UK's good, it's fucking good. It's like this togetherness, it's everyone kinda looking out for each other. And I think and I think that's like in an idealistic world, which we do not live in, let me acknowledge that. Mm. I think the UK can be Incredible. Like, it's let's it can, let's can let's be. also acknowledge that it's a minority of people that are like explicitly being racist. Here.
0: It 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 can be, and I think it's interesting to hear your perspective because I feel like on the flip side of that, I would identify seventy percent Nigerian and thirty percent like British. Like, I really, I really struggled with that from early. I really, I don't really feel it, or I acknowledge that. Obviously, I grew up. I spent. Uh, most of my life in the, in the UK growing up there and, and being part of it, I understand the culture, I understand how to navigate it, but I've never embraced it or felt like that was my belonging. always felt like I didn't belong there for a variety of reasons and reasons which still happen today. Also from when I first touched down um, from Amsterdam to um, London, I was reminded very quickly that you I know, wasn't really welcome here. And then a couple of incidents that week also reminded me that also not very welcome here so i find yeah. it very hard to embrace it or love it the same way uh everybody else does and i put like a, I put like a a picture you know the one of saka like jumping up on that um unicorn so i put, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I put it as a joke okay cool i'm gonna tell my kids this is saint george and like but if you deep it like saint george was in made as this like kind of like this white guy this bastard like, but what if you know what if Saka was St George? you know what if you change some of this history needs to kind of like um change or it needs to be more representative of what Britain is today to your point there's still a lot of things, and it comes back to that acknowledgement of the history because it hasn't been a lot, that's an open there is wound none. and there when, is none. why is whilst you have an open wound then people can't heal like I was having conversations and people like and funny because you know I was obviously gassing up the team and people were like. Ugh, I can't support those colonizers. Like that's a word that's still used today because those wounds have not been healed, and it hasn't been acknowledged. And at some point, I feel like for unity to come about, like these things need to be acknowledged and talked about in a proper forum, and there needs to be some steps made towards this. Otherwise, it's always going to be there.
2: I don't I, I, I you hear me. Yeah. So I was gonna just gonna touch on that. Do you know where it is? I think. The team itself, you can you can get behind what the team represents. Yes, the yes, two yes. the people are inside. I think it's when organizations like FIFA or UEFA or the FA don't do anything about the the, the small the small minority or the majority of people that support this the the, the the national team that are doing all of this shit. Do you know what I mean? And, and and getting away with all of those things. Because I think that's when people look at the English side or they look at any other side. And just think, why would I get behind that? Mm-hmm. And you are right that they do need to start talking about the history and what happened and hold themselves accountable and have real discussions and conversations about um, how they can maybe learn from it or even give back to the communities and people and that they have like fucking fucked over. But I don't, looking at the English side itself, I don't think it's the same English side of years gone by, innit? Oh, this no. is a, this is a very futuristic and future forward looking English years. side in my in my opinion. Um, it's just very hard to get behind it knowing obviously the history that it does have and some of uh, some of the things that are still happening today. But as to Yaf's point, it's not like a majority of people it is a small minor, minority in terms of the wider picture and the, and and the, the 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 majority of people that are coming to watch the english side play and stuff
3: can i make a point as well yeah mm-hmm. like bakae osaka um nigerian heritage marcus rashford jamaican heritage mm-hmm. I think sancho has trinidadian heritage yeah yeah,
0: yeah sancho's trini
3: yeah so like, we also have to remember, these guys choose to play for England, right? Mm. Meaning they identify as English young men, innit? i wrong with that. Exactly. And I think there's something interesting in that because if they thought as deeply as about the topic as we're discussing it now, do you think they would still want to represent the UK? And why do you think, why do you think there is this... There's been this trend of like players easier. from the diaspora to play for the England national team. Oh, that's it's very, easy. That's
0: very like, Go ahead, Kwame. But it's just very easy. <laughs> Why? It's just yeah. it's just
1: easier, and if 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 you are good enough, it's more lucrative, mm-hmm. than contracts. Also, don't forget sometimes African players, especially with the couple nations, was in January. Some so managers see, see see that as a bad thing because mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss you I'm playing from January to February. European, I don't have that issue. And also, a lot of times, what happens with the uh, players in the, from the diaspora is that the the FAs in Ghana or Trini or Jamaica or every coast of Nigeria, a lot of times, they aren't as that developed. Mm-hmm. The FAs, is the FA because the they're the first one to, there's no English mm. FA in it, mm. but um, a lot of times, even Roy Keane, a white man, Irishman, was upset that the the Irish team in the World Cup were were eating like cheese sandwiches. Mm. And I've heard lots of stories about pitches, like what do you call it, like conditions about like <laughs> remuneration within the national team of national teams of mm. from, from from the continent. That it's like it's not it's it's not the same. You understand? Like, if I play for England, then maybe I'll go to Rome to play in a qualifier. But if I if I play for Ghana and I go all, all the way to Chad, and the pitch is terrible and I lose, I'm going to feel a certain way. Come back to um, that. And, and, it, and it
0: would be interesting if everything was level because to come to, to yeah. from his point, like yeah, the the continent tournament is relegated to January. It's never given that prime spot of of uh, the summer, and it always had to move to make space for other tournaments. It used to be. Uh, four years, and it was like, oh, you might need to do it uh, two years, or you might need to do it. It was always a sighting, um, the funding of the federations, but there's a generation now that are actually actively saying, you know what, we want to help build this thing from the ground, and I reference kind of like the Nigeria basketball team beating the US team. Like <laughs> do, shout, shout. Do, do, do you know how many ballers, uh, sorry, how many hoopers are Nigerian? Nigeria has a lot of hoopers in the in the USA. No, it's just facts. It's not even anything, it's just facts. But like there's a generation of them that have now realized that to play for the US is, is very hard. Like, you know, the, the US team is stacked and they're now coming together and now and do you know what was so beautiful about that moment? Because the previous I was at the I was in London for the um twenty twelve Olympics when we got pammed. By the US it's like, Yeah what? I remember that It, it was
3: embarrassing fam,
0: I was still new to the sport At this time And I was just like Checking out I was like I'm pretty sure This is record breaking pace Like the score Should not be this In the f- the first half And then I looked it up And I was just like Please don't get to that number Where it's going to be a record And it was a record And then fast forward to now Where you see Okay Whatever reason Like holding our own And for me that's interesting And then there's a couple of footballers um, That have also said You know what I'm actually going to play for my um, country of origin because the impact and legacy that leaves is far greater yeah. than anything I could create uh, through via How many how many talents have uh, England pursued to say okay sign up for the for the England team, sign up and then they're like nah uh, we're good just so that they can hoard that talent. There's many borders that could have had a prosperous career. Facts: Nigeria have won way more than England. I've seen Nigeria win 3, 3 I've seen them win an Olympic oh, gold and three Cup of Nations. I'm this was the first final I've witnessed in my lifetime in England. So that argument as well is also like okay cool but like it gets diminished. Often those achievements are diminished and African nations are oh oh Africa but meanwhile like you know the European tournament also has teams with of a more humble standing let's say. So like I think there's an issue or something that's interesting there but I'm seeing a generation now like Ahmed Diallo could, could have played for um, Italy or Spain Chose to play for, I, that's beautiful for me And i love to see more of that happening And I think that's going to be interesting When you see those teams and those things get level And you now all of a sudden People are like, it's actually a viable option To represent uh, where I came from
3: Yeah, no, I know, I know we got <clears throat> a bit techie With the, the football specific answer But I was more like We Like we see, okay, we see events that happened yesterday and it makes you it makes you ask yourself like how did those players feel about themselves mm. like okay
0: see what what
3: what do you, do they consider themselves English, or are they just to you lot's point are they just playing for England because it's the best thing for their career that's what, that's more my question It's like how did they identify because we have to remember like these football players are huge influencers, and if I'm a young person of color from East London and I see Bukayo playing for England, I might myself feel a little bit more English, despite the fact my parents are Nigerian. Mm,
2: okay. Because I see this, yeah. young,
3: this young man playing for the England national team who looks like me, has a similar name to me, probably eats the same food as me. Okay. I'm like, okay, raw, like, man, okay, I am English after all, you know? Like, mm, okay. these yeah. superheroes to these kids. So it's just an interesting one to me whether they consider themselves English or are they playing for England because it's... To Kwame's point, advancement of their careers. I think that's a very interesting point.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I agree. And then um, throwing it forward is just like, well, where do you guys see things are gonna go? Like, what is it gonna mean to be? What would you like it to mean to be English in the future? Like, what do you imagine? Uh, let's say, let's imagine the next tournament wasn't next year, but let's say it was the normal four years. In in four years' time, what would you have liked
3: to see that you didn't see this time around? Just aside from football and aside from sport oh yeah, true. in general the country just needs to Heal. get together man <laughs> just get together like in the same way in the same way right in the same way that had England have won the tournament, fans side by side regardless of color would have celebrated like it's 1999 mm. we need to have that bro like there should no longer be this division of this person being less English or this person being more English. It, it, that's, but there, there's so many... It's perpetuated by the media. Perpetuated. Like We saw it when Harry Kane finally scored. When they beat Germany, I want to say, 2-0. But Raheem Sterling was the star of the show. Yet who got the most um, front-page coverage? Harry Kane. Like, there's this unfortunate... Picture that's painted of like the white English superhero. It's never Raheem Sterling. say oh,
2: savior, isn't it? Why oh, savior complex?
3: You know, and for me, that's that's a that's a big challenge. I think the more that we can, as a nation, continue to build on the amazing diversity of what we what we stand for. Like even just look at the MBE list. Raheem Sterling, no, no, Marcus Rashford MBE. I think Raheem Sterling did get one as well, actually. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Yeah. Sir Mo Farah, like there's great black British leaders, even that's contentious. It is, in it itself, is, but you know I mean, but my point is more like that's usually an award associated with white, yeah, power. Mm-hmm. So,
2: member of the British Empire, Empire
3: yeah, yeah. But I, I just feel like the, the country has so much potential, so much power. That when we're together, it's, it's strong, bro. It's powerful. And yeah, sure. It's just a shame that we continue to be divisive. But I f- like I said, I think a large part of it is down to the media.
0: And to rally off that, I think in the future, I would like to see just the continuation of uh, the diversity of the sport, but behind the sport, in the yeah. media, yeah. in yeah. every facet. Because when you truly achieve that Pangea, then you cannot have moments like this. So I believe, I hope four years from now... Um, you know we're seeing with the punditry team which is great to see you saw Rio Ferdinand um you saw Enya Luco, i you saw like a, di- a much more diverse uh, people representing from um um that perspective which was great but the people behind the scenes in FIFA uh in the government also needs to reflect in and I think that's when you're going to get kind of like this unified so I, I I really hope that that's achievable well a big step towards that in Four
1: years. I know it's not four years, but like uh, as we yeah. move forward. The the last bit for me, this is actually a writing experience. I don't think I've shared with you, man. So, um, yeah, I was an intern in my early 20s and I loved football. I was wanted to get into either music or football. Uh, music because it allowed me to be more who I really am, and football because I would travel like across the world for tournaments to cover them. I did an internship with the independent, the football desk, got a couple of papers, and got a couple more. Of uh, uh, listings online, also in the print uh, version, and then I went to see a game. I think it was Fulham versus Stoke City, maybe two thousand and fourteen. And I was so I'm in the press box. I'm 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 I'm, uh, no sorry. West Ham versus sorry. I'm at Spurs anyway. A different game, and I'm shadowing a very prominent white English um, writer, uh, Sam Wallace. That's his name. I think he's head of the Telegraph now. You might know him, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, He's a good, yeah. good writer, a good man. He spoke to me about what watched used to get in industry, about the pitfalls of being a young writer, because he had it as well. And then I remember I was in the press box and I saw a lot of old white men. And a lot of them seemed arrogant and entitled, and I was like, "I don't belong here, bro. Mm. I'm wearing a blazer from new, new New Look and some black and pink Nike Roshi runs, bro. You understand?" Mm-hmm. And I even remember like one 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 of the guys, a nice guy, a white guy who worked in the stadium, was like, "Oh, like who 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 do you support? Let me guess. Arsenal." I was like, "How do you know that?" He's like, "Oh, a, a bunch of the a bunch of the lads that work here." It, was, it wasn't offensive, yeah, yeah, because we're bang on the money. But, 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 but back to being in, in that place, I was like, I don't feel like I belong in it. Like, I feel that I can't be Kwame, I have to be, you understand. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. feel, and I think maybe I was a turning point where I was like, that that's the type of thing that kind of kind of like maybe made walk, walk, walk away from football because it wasn't even like, even then, I felt not, 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 not English enough, mm-hmm. you understand. Like, mm-hmm. I have a parting in my hair. I'm young, I'm black, there's old white men who got greys in their beard and big bellies, like we're we're different people, isn't it? And um yeah, so I would I would love it if the if if in the years to come there could be young men like me that can see maybe another person like themselves and feel more empowered. Because I think if, if I saw a young Kieran or a young yeah I'd be like, Oh, what are you saying? Oh you you have a press you understand, is it? But I only saw myself and I was like, I don't like this energy. Yeah. So I kinda of backed away from it. Call me a coward or whatnot, but
2: no, that's, that's not happened. cowardly, bro. That's, what that's what not cowardly. Happened. I think you you saw you saw what your future might have looked like at the time and didn't agree with it. it, didn't sit with you. You didn't see yourself there, do you know what I mean? And you've been able to take yourself and put yourself in the place, position where you want it to be. Like, yeah, everyone has this vision of what they might do when they're older and then they meet it. And they're like, nah, maybe that's just not for me. Do you know what I mean? So I don't ever feel like you were a coward for not taking that decision because you're in a sick position now. I think um, it's true what you say about seeing um, seeing things and believing those things, and it it's very important. I, mean, I think we, we always say like, in order for for someone to aspire to do something, they need to see someone like them doing that thing. And what we're seeing right now is obviously the likes of Rashford, Saka. Um, Sterling, Sterling yeah. Sancho, all do, as 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 Jeff was saying, heroes and, and superheroes to young kids and they're fully believing that they can go out and do that for, for England or do that for their, their countries or whatever it is. And I think to touch on what Stephen was saying, it's very, very important that no matter what position you're looking at, football or sport, the sport the industry, and we're talking about football in itself, whether that's the media, but punditry, that's coaching staff, players, we need to be, there needs to be representation across the board, isn't it, for the next, for the next four years and further into the future, we need to make sure that like, well, not us personally, but I would love to make, love to see that stuff happening because that's when you're actually going to start to see what this country is really made of and what, it, what, what it's capable of doing, so,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think I agree with all of you is what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way.
0: No, no, I think you summed it up perfectly, Key. And I just wanted to read out something that's just dropped now. Uh, Because actually... Yeah, Rashford,
2: Rashford, Rashford.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was just going to read a couple of lines and then let everybody else read it. But I think it's very poignant because actually we didn't, obviously we didn't see this statement until now, but i just read a couple of lines from it. I don't even know where to start. And I don't even know how to put into words how I'm feeling at this exact time. I've had a difficult season. I think that's been clear for everyone to see. And I probably went into that final with a lack of confidence. I've always backed myself for a penalty, but something didn't feel quite right. During the long run-up, I was saving myself a bit of time, and unfortunately the result was not what I wanted. I felt as though I'd let my teammates down. I felt as if i let everyone down. A penalty was all I'd been asked to contribute for the team. I can score penalties in my sleep, so why not that one? It's been playing in my head over and over since I struck that ball, and there's probably not a word to quite describe how it feels. Final. 55 years. One penalty. So, like, to yeah, you have called it um, earlier in terms of like it wasn't just taking a penalty, and I think that, that when you said that, yeah, that just stuck with me as well. Like, and I was just like, rah, he wasn't just taking a penalty. There was so many other things that was going on. So, like, yeah, I thought that was just important as that dropped to just give a bit of
3: context. Yeah, man. Um, I'm curious to know how. I'm curious to know how much players were actually exposed to this because obviously they were crying, they were devastated at full time. But I wonder how many saw those comments and how how that made them... How how much worse that made them feel. That's like something I'm really curious to know. Um, I think there's a... I still think it's just a small minority of idiots who are behaving like this. Like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the media made a big deal of the social media stuff. Even though it was wrong. I think the the thing... I don't have the answer, man. I don't have the answer. I don't think any of us have the the, the right answer, but there's an ongoing conversation that needs to be had around... celebrating all types of British people. You know, and... I feel like this generation is the generation to do it. I really feel like all these people who are making all these comments and, you know, against the progressive nature of what the UK should be, they're just stuck in the past. And I was saying to you, I was saying to uh, Kwame and and Kieran, Stephen, I remember one once, like seven or eight years ago, streaming an Amir Khan fight, illegally, admittedly. (laughs) And um, you know, when you watch those streams, there's like the live chat and excuse the word that I'm going to use but I'm just quoting here and I remember one person saying if Amir Khan wins he's English if he loses he's a Paki yeah. and for me that just summed up like yeah. that English mindset of if someone's doing something good for me I'm going to celebrate and they'll they'll be like a trophy for what England For people who don't
2: know, that's a racial slur for someone from Pakistani or Pakistani dis- descendant or heritage.
3: Yeah, and it was rife. When I was growing up, it was rife. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually very glad that it's not as common as commonly as Well, not in the circles that I roll in, of course, anyway. But, um, yeah, uh, Mandem.
2: Yeah.
3: I feel like we can talk about this for hours. Yeah, of course yeah. we could. Yeah. yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. And it's just I don't know how you guys feel, but I've just felt weird. Yeah. all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm calm. I'm calm, but I feel yeah. weird as
2: well. I, I had I had a like I woke up very somber this morning. Yeah, and it wasn't about the game. That's it. No, it wasn't. Uh, it, uh, it wasn't about the game. That's
1: it wasn't about
2: the game. Yeah, man. I, I woke up really somber. So like, yeah, it's it's all, it's almost cathartic to have to sit down and be able to talk to you lot about it as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh I'll rap this or you rap this or Stephen rap Stephen rap this bro
0: you've been listening to the Out of Home podcast a show brought to you by 4 Londoners living in various different places some London some Amsterdam some whoever in the world Um, today we spoke about the identity crisis in the game and just sending a lot of love to all the followers out there Um, just calling for unity I think you find there's more things that bind us together than the differences that we have uh, so from our home to yours, we welcome you with love. Our from podcast, we out to the world. London boys are crazy. Are we doing that? Sick? Hey, come on! <laughs> oh, sick. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to
2: scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars